lift your hands and just worship him. He deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. Come on, worship. Open your mouth and begin to speak to him. Come on, open your mouth and let the spirits begin to flow out of you. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you.
another evening a very very great evening by god's grace uh, we thank the almighty god for his love and mercy thank you so much for those who have just joined right now i would like to send my greetings to prophet nanaba franklin yeah merabu thank you so much for joining and uh, enosto god is king may god bless you so much for joining tonight we want to thank the living god right now when you look on your on the on the interface i posted something like a prayer and i say that open my heart a lot to believers to all types i ask that you help me to be blind to the social constructs that rule so much of our social economic and decisions today help me to love blindly as you do for you do not judge based on appearances but based on actions Forgive me also dear Lord for my action do not justify my lofty expectations every day i am to serve you better starting today amen and amen and again i would like to give you something like a simple explanation or an inspiration when we look in the book of ephesians chapter 2 and verse 19 that now therefore ye are no more are strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God in this was there any moment in your faith where you felt like you really belonged there may have been moments where you felt the opposite as the total outsider and different from everyone else know this everyone begins their faith journey in the exact same way they must knock on the door for God to open it Matthew 7 and verse 7 up to verse 8 no matter where you come from or how you believe if you love God with all your heart and strength you are a Christian that is one of what that one of the thing that um, makes you or brings you to the point of being a Christian another thing that when we read in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 13 that I'll bring them back. God brings us back from the disasters we create for ourselves. Have you ever been in life and you've done something whereby it wouldn't have been happening, but just because of your mistakes in life, what you've been doing in life and it leads you to do something wrong out of which it wasn't the expectation and God never likes you to be there. Oh, God never intended for you to be in that in such kind of life. But because of this kind of life that always we move in we end up having such but guess what this tells of god is promised to bring back those who were exiled when they were overthrown by the assyrians when you talk about israel by then the northern kingdom was no more but god promises restoration he will rebuild israel and judah the exiles will return and the lord promises to restore them with grain and oil new wine and new flocks and never abandons his people the israelites 
had abandoned God. They had not listened to the prophets. In this case, Jeremiah and Isaiah and so Israel had been defeated by the Assyrians and Judah by the Babylonians. The Assyrians drove the people out and they had to find new places to live. The Babylonians had sent them into exile in Babylon. Now God is promising to forgive them, bring them back and help them to thrive. We know, however, that didn't that it didn't take that long for them to ignore God, to return to their old ways, and eventually they are overcome again by the Greeks and the Romans. Those was these were stages. God brings us back from the disasters we create for ourselves today. Or two, we are forgiven for ignoring the commandments and doing whatever gives us pressure, regardless of the cost. We make a mess of our lives and then beg God for forgiveness. The good thing is that God is always willing to forgive us when we repent. Some of these times, the problems we cause for ourselves are not that easily taken care of, and we might have to live with the consequences of our actions for years, just as the exiles did. But God helps us to deal with the consequences so that our lives may be restored and we might live again in His presence. Ladies and gentlemen, all the things happen in life. You live a life whereby things happening, you make mistakes, you walk and move in life which is not proper, which is not uh, um, uh, pleasing God. But guess what? He's always very merciful and, and, and gracious upon our lives. When we turn, when we repent, when we come back into His presence, He's gracious and He's precious. Let us pray. Gracious God, you are so good to us, so willing to forgive us when we stray and search for us so that we might bring us back into your presence thank you for never forgetting us and loving us no matter what and we pray that even today that you continue to reveal and opening up father our minds we come to understand who really you are and how really you love us in this life and in most of cases and most of things that we are doing in life we want to put our trust in you we beg for you, King of Glory, that you be our lead and guide, that in everything that we are doing, we request for being guided, we request for being led, we request for being helped, we request for being allocated for the right things to be done. Sometimes we give up, sometimes we do something different which is not proper, but we pray that you lead us. Even tonight as we are continuing to learn, may you, King of Glory, Father, lead us and guide us as we are learning your word. Let us continue to understand that really you are the only God and loving Father in this life that always take care of your people and loving your people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. But like Jesus, there's no but like God. And this week we've been looking at, all this month, we've been looking at three things. And they are the things that I've been preaching in different plat- uh, WhatsApp groups and platforms. The first thing that we thought of, it was all about um, that we need to communicate with God. The communication between us and God, that is prayer. And second, we got to know that the relationship with Christ makes a very big difference in our lives. And we need a relationship between us and God. That was the second thing. And then the third thing, we need to walk in God's will. So 
these three things work together and i would like to encourage you and remind you that if at all we don't take up these stages and these this um ways in life indeed it might be very difficult for us to live uh, a righteous life for us to live a victory life but if we want to live a victory life we must be uh, full of life which is prayerful secondly we must have a relationship with god and thirdly we must walk and follow god's will that are three things prayer means communicating unto god so whenever you communicate to God, in other words, you're building up the relationship. And that's what results into the relationship with God. Relationship with God means that your friend to God is your dad. You feel free to communicate everything to him. You will feel free to say anything in his life. Because what you need, he knows it. He's always ready to embrace you. He's always ready to receive you. But sometimes we just fear, thinking that always God is annoyed of us, thinking that God is not on our side. But when it is not like that, God loves us. God is a, is a loving God. Uh, uh, Psalms talks about God. Even even Isaiah talks about God as a loving Father, as a loving King. That His love endures forever. His mercies endures forever. His grace endures forever. Apart from that, we can talk about um, the relationship with God. His relationship is very, very is what we need as human beings. And again, lastly, we need to know that the will of God is the cardinal thing. The will of God is the best thing. Whenever we follow the will of God, whenever we walk in the will of God, we're gonna be blessed. Tonight, as we are going to be listening from the man of God, we would like to take this as a very, very good opportunity and a very big opportunity in our lives that once we have christ jesus once we walk in his presence once we walk in his love all that is god's will what god wants us to live what god wants us to do what really he requires us to do check upon your life check upon your destiny check upon everything that you're doing are you really in the line with god's will if you're not in god's will then it's high time for you to turn and it is possible would you like to know that really this is the way how God wants things to be done? Then, be humble. One of the things that leading us to, into that, obedience, humbleness, loving Him, that's what qualifies us to be following and doing God's will. You cannot do or you cannot work for someone whom we don't respect or whom we don't obey to. So we need to obey to God. So that we qualify to be people who are following God's will. We need to obey. Obedience is a cardinal thing. Whether wife, whether husband, all of them require obedience. Submission, love, care, and everything. Fulfillment of all the best needs for mankind. It is the responsibility of God. Therefore, for us, we need to be in a position to know that Christ loves us. He cares about our lives. Never be discouraged. Never be in life and feel like, no, things can't work out. They can work out when you have God. He's always calling us back to Him. He says, come back to me, those who are burdened. Come back to me, those who are already burdened and are having different problems. And this has helped so many people. People need to come to a position to realize that even the gift of life that we are having sorry that we are having it's one of the best miracles that god always does for us because no one knows whether you wake up no one knows whether you will survive no one knows whether you will make it in life you have dreams we have ambitions we have missions we have visions 
why do you think that always God has helped you at least to achieve certain things? The objectives you have in life. <coughs> the objectives you have in life. We need to realize that God is everything. Therefore, as we are going to listen to the man of God, and as you are going to learn in this, these are going to be the series, the God. This is series number one. We need to understand that God is on our side. He had a plan. He had a, a strategy. Adapt to now. He's ready to take us ahead and to take us on. Let us thank Him that He's faithful in our lives every day. At least you wake up when you are alive. Your children are surviving. Your family is surviving. Your parents are surviving. People have not died. That the ones that you know, they have not died because of hunger, because of uh, maybe lack. But at least there is a provision that God provides that you can survive in a day. Doesn't matter what kind of job that you're doing. Doesn't matter what kind of business that you're running. What matters is you to trust God for your business. And the business will succeed and to prosper. And things will work out. Never be discouraged. He's faithful. He's a loving father. He's a loving God. And I'm here to encourage you. Whatever that you're passing through, God is faithful to help you, to lift you, to set you on the land, on the stage where he wants you to be. And that stage is going to be conducive, it's going to be marvelous, and it's going to be good. Because that's what he wishes for every child that he has. He speaks in his word. He's a God with good plans for you. Not plans of poverty, not plans of harming you, not plans of affecting you negatively, no. But plans of prosperity, plans of life, plans of, of, of victory. He plans for you well. Even when you plan, he says in his word that he guides you to the right path. How your plans can be fulfilled rightly and perfectly. Therefore, it's such a wonderful God that we have. That is Jesus Christ. He died for us. He rose again. And we have victory in him. And we are waiting for the eternal life to enter into it because we believed in him. The access and the qualification is all about believing in God. May God bless you so much. Just his name. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing but all you have given me. Jesus, bring That we are talking about and i'm going to request you ladies and gentlemen that feel free if you at all are rich here uh, you can like you can follow you can share the link uh when you when you look down there on the corner there is a, a square arrow box you can please share it to your friends 
and uh, you inform them about the show that already started and we've begun already to learn and understand these things. Just in a few minutes, you are going to be listening to God's word and uh, I believe by God's grace <laughs> and by God's power. But before I go there, I can give some simple announcements that uh, we, might, we, 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 we were supposed to have an overnight last week and we were supposed to have Pastor Bugembe. Uh, but we changed it in the program. Yeah, we changed it in the program. Um, I will be informing you when is go- the event is going to be due to some uh, proper organizations. And uh, yeah, but we shall have Pastor Bugembe. He will talk to us. He will sing for us. He will preach to us. He's a very ma- good man, a man of God. So um, yeah, I've been with him. And even on Sunday, I was with him. Last Sunday, I was with him. So he's not a bad person. And I've been with Bugembe for a l- quite long time. And we've been friends for quite a long time. So it's such a, a wonderful thing. So, but I would like to take this opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, that in this break that we are going to take, I would like again even to remind you that never get out, always share, like the show, and tell people about this show. And another thing that since we are starting now to have these people, the, these people can come and join us and we learn together. We can learn together. And uh, I would like again to say something that, uh, please, we are having in our WhatsApp group. If you want, you can join us. And this WhatsApp group always, it has articles. We always discuss from there. We always learn God's word from there and so on. Sometimes I take time and I preach on those WhatsApp groups. Therefore, you can join. You can, uh, you can just request for the link. Yeah, you can join. And we share God's good, God's word together, and we grow in our spiritual life. And lastly, I would like to talk about um, the next programs that are going to be going on. Uh, several people are going to be coming in, uh, preaching, uh, sharing God's word, and we are going to be starting different programs, different things like that. Even on YouTube, we are trying to advance everything slowly by slowly. And again, <laughs> as you know, the more we go higher, that is the more demand increases. Because we need to bring in what we call uh, technology, more technology is required. But by God's grace, we shall make it. We shall continue to talk about this by God's grace. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to have a break and then we come back with God's word in Jesus' name. I'm free to lift my hands and worship, Lord, I'm free, Lord, I'm free, free to dance and sing, free to lift my hands and worship, Lord, I'm free, Lord, I'm free, said I'm free to dance Oh, yes, oh, yes, I am. We should know. 
good evening our dear listeners uh, on our broadcast praise the living god how are you i'm hoping that you are well and doing fine i'm so much happy excited having got an opportunity to share with us again from god's word on such a wonderful evening uh, Pastor John Bosco, I'm so much humbled. Thanks very much for the opportunity granted unto me always to be able to share from God's Word. It's an honor, and I really value this. Uh, of course, I strongly believe as by now, if you're not a new member in listening in for the first time, you must be familiar with this verse already, but uh, yeah, I'm Joel Tumwesigi, Tumwesige, that's my name. Yeah, and by the grace of God, I'm born again and I'm serving the Lord. I will not waste much of our time, I will just dive into God's word directly. And we will start with the word of prayer. And we move on. Father, we want to thank you to give you the glory and the honor for your goodness and mercy. For your mercies are new each day, every day, each morning, your mercies are new. I thank you, Lord, for your grace. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love towards our lives. We thank you for such a beautiful time that you have given us to reason together, to hear from your word. To hear from you, Lord, what you are speaking to our lives. Use me as a vessel. I disappear for you to appear. I decrease for you to increase. Because John said, I must decrease and you increase. I'm nobody. I can't do anything on my own. I don't know what to speak. But Lord, I pray that you speak through me. And you transform the lives of the people that are going to listen to this word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you and I bless you. In Jesus' name, I do pray and believe. Amen and amen. All right. Uh, our theme of tonight it is the practical life of a believer. Practical life of a believer. When you hear the word practical, simply means how a believer is expected to live in our day-to-day life. If you're a believer who confessed Christ, you know, what kind of life are you expected to be living? And the key verse or the key text in our theme is from the book of James, chapter 2, verses 14 to 19. Uh, most people misunderstand or misinterpret this verse. All these verses, they look at them in a way that it is works which saves. But when you understand it very well, what the writer was addressing here, it is not that works are the ones that save. But what he was communicating is that after having placed your faith in Christ, trusting Him for your salvation, works 
are important to accompany your faith. In fact, faith, genuine faith results into good works. That's the point I want to make. Genuine faith results into good works. But guess what? If the faith is not genuine, then good works will not be seen, will not be evident in the life of a believer, will not be realized. So it is genuine faith which leads into good works. And guess what? Good works without faith, they are filthy rags before God. That is your personal righteousness. But if you carry Christ in you, you have accepted Christ, then good works follow. Then before the Lord, that's great honor. Like, you know, he appreciates that. But no matter how good you might seem to be, without faith, it is meaningless. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense before God. So I want us to go through these verses shortly and briefly here. From James 2, 14 to verses 19. This is what it is telling us. What does it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he has faith and have not, what? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and none of you say unto them, Depart in peace. And one of you say unto them, Depart in peace. Be you warmed and filled, not with a standing, you give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? If it is so fight, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. Yes, a man may say, you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. The devils also believe and tremble. <laughs> my good Lord, this is amazing. You say you have faith. True, we thank God for the faith. But you have no works. What does it profit then? It's not that you are not saved. You are saved. But now he's trying to, make, to drive point home. He's like, if a brother or sister is naked, has nothing to put on, is going hungry, has no food, then for you say, okay, brother or sister, you can go. May you go, have peace, be warmed, be filled, but you don't give anything to them. You don't clothe them. You don't give them food. What does that one profit? It means nothing. You need to go on and act and say, man, I can go with this one trouser and one shirt. I will keep in prayer that God may provide, God may pave ways, and you'll be able to get clothing. That's faith followed with works. Man, you're going hungry. I only have 1,000. I really don't know what to do, but start from here. I'll keep in prayer that God might provide for you. That is faith followed with works. It doesn't just stop on having faith. 
The day you confessed Christ and came to salvation, you didn't arrive. You didn't get there. You still have a way to go. Verses 19. You believe that there is one God. These, these were the... Actually, he was trying to mean the faith of these guys, the Jews people, they were believing that there is one God. He told them, guys, you do well. You do well. But guess what? The devils also believe and they even tremble. In other words, if you believe that there is one God, if you believe Jesus Christ died and rose again, the demons are aware that Jesus Christ died for our sins. As much as he didn't die for them, he died for us, human beings. But the demons also know that. They believe it and they even tremble. But guess what? They don't have works. That's what makes us far different from them. After having that faith in Christ, we go on and put works in place. We act. We work. We don't stop on that. It means what this verse is communicating to me. If I just believe, but there is no works, I'm almost the same as demons. Because they also believe. If I'm just believing and I'm like I have arrived, then I'm not far different from them. It is much more than that. It is much more than that. So, here the right is not saying it is works that save. But what he is saying, after having faith in Christ, it is important to do good works. It is important to be talked of good works. Yeah, hope we are together. And when we read Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 19, <laughs> it is also amazing. It's also amazing. When you read it, it will tell you, yes, we know that the word of the Lord stands still. His promises are yes and amen. He does not lie. That's true. But guess what? If you name the name of the Lord, please, you're expected to depart from iniquity. This is what it says. Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. Having this seal, the Lord knows them who are His. That is the foundation of the Lord. It is that is sure. You, we have even the seal. The Lord knows us. He knows Joel, John Bosco, so and so they are His. But guess what? This is what He says. And let one who names the name of, the, of Christ depart from iniquity. In other words, what the Bible is communicating here, what Paul was communicating, as much as the foundation of the Lord stands sure, as much as he knows who are his, as much as we have the seal, if you name the name of the Lord, you are expected to depart from every iniquity. Guys, let's depart. Let's depart. Let's do away. And that's the part. It means you need to take a step. You need to run away. You need to move away from any kind of iniquity that you have been engaged in, yet you are a believer. Why am I saying this? Some people think it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's the work of Christ. Because the Bible says Christ will present the church before God without any wrinkle or spot. Yes, He will. But guess what? As believers, there is a role, there is a part that we expected to play as well. 
there is a part that you are expected to play as well. Please, depart. Depart. You know what you have been engaged in. You know what you have, which kind of evil you have been doing. You need to depart. When you read verse 22 of the same book, Second Timothy chapter 2, you will see what Paul was telling Timothy. He said, hi, Timothy, flee also, youthful lust. But follow this. Righteousness, faith, charity or love, peace with them who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Please, please, please. That's what we expected to. We expected to pursue righteousness, to pursue faith, to pursue charity, to pursue peace. Not youthful lust, not flesh lust, not envy, not jealousy, not all that. Mention them. You know them. That's not what we expected to. And when we came to Christ, we expected to change. We expected to live a changed life. Not that former life that we used to. When we read the book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 3 to 5, this is what it is telling us. For we ourselves also were sometimes, other versions say, we once, we were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving deceivers' lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. That's who we were once. It means it is in the past tense. All this is not expected to be found of any believer. If you are still disobedient, if you are still deceived, serving deceived, Diverseless and pleasures. If you're still living in mouth and envy, if you're still hateful, if you're still hating one another, man, it's not expected of you. We were once. We are not supposed to be still in such. Verse 4. But after that, the kindness and love of God as Savior toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing the Holy Spirit. Brethren, after that we were saved. Now we no longer belong to that category. The grace of God appeared to us and it cleansed us. It washed us. It changed us. And now we are new people. We are new people. We are new people. We are not of the old. We are not of the old. I said, and I will say it again, that when we come to Christ, we are expected to change. Timothy Titus has told us we once we were sometimes it means that's who we were but we are no longer that we are no longer that we expected to live a new life 
We expected to live a different life. On the same note, let's look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 6 to 14. Colossians chapter 3, verses 6 to 14. This is what he said. For which things sake the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience, in, in the which you also walked sometime. We also once walked in these things that I'm going to read below. When you lived in them, we once lived in them. But now you also put off. We are now expected to put off these. That's why I said, as a believer, you also play part. It's not God who will come and put off this and put on you other things that you are expected to put on. It's you to take that step and say, I'm putting off envy. I'm putting off jealousy. I'm putting off flesh on them. But now, you also put off all these anger, wrath, Mouth, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one another. Think that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. When you look at Romans 12 of 2, it also says the same do not be confirmed to the son of this world, but guess what? Be renewed with the renewal of your mind. Renewed in knowledge after the image of him who created you. That is God. That is Christ. Let's be transformed to the image of Christ, guys. That's what we are working toward. Growing to become like Christ. But we can't get there if we are still living in all this list in verse 8 and we are not ready to put them off. Verse 10. And have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Sikitian, born nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on therefore as the elect of God. Guys, we are the elect of God. We ought to put on as the elect of God. Not like that old man who who you were. You are now the elect of God. You are now a new being. You are now a new person. You are expected to put on like this. Holy and beloved. Bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. This is the fruit of the Spirit, which is love. When you have love, man, all this will manifest. Love, joy, peace, Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance will be able to manifest in you. This is what we are asked to put on. Take on this list, which one are you missing? Work hard toward putting it on. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Verse 14, above all these things, put on charity, put on love, which is the bond of perfectness. Guys, if you don't put on love, all these other things 
will not manifest. If you read Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it doesn't say, the fruits of the Spirit is, oh, sorry, the fruits of the Spirit are, no way. It says the fruit of the Spirit is, it is just one product of the fruit like this, which is love, and it has all these other good things. Without love, you can't have joy. Without love, there is no peace. Without love, there is no long-suffering. Without love, there is no goodness. Without love, there is no gentleness. Without love, trust me, there is no meekness. There is no faith. There is no temperance. That's why verse 14 is telling us, above all those, it is love, which is the bond of perfection. We have a part of play. We need to put off and put on. So check on the list of putting off. What are you still putting on? Please put it off. What are you missing to put on? Try, work hard at putting it on. The last verse that I want us to read it is still from Titus 2.11 and 12. Titus 2.11 to 12. This is what it says. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. This is what it does in verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. The grace of God didn't bring salvation to you and it stopped from there and it is no longer there. It is still there. My friend, as you put off and put on, as you play this part, as you depart from iniquity, you are not alone. The grace of God is there. The grace of God is sufficient to help you out, to put on and to put off. It is ready to teach you to deny ungodliness and what did last? It is ready to show you that you should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Paul knew that this world that we are living in is a world of sin. That's why he said the grace of God is sufficient to carry you through, though you are living in this present world of sin. You are not alone, my brother. You are not alone, my sister. The grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is sufficient. It is there to enable you. It is there to make you make it. This is a summary of what we have shared. Genuine faith results in good works. No genuine faith. Trust me, no good works. Check your faith. Are you genuine? I don't know. Having assurance of eternity doesn't guarantee us to continue in sin. As we saw in Second Timothy 2.19, the foundation of God stands sure. He knows those who are His. They have the seal. But if you know you name the name of Christ, please depart from iniquity. That assurance does not guarantee you to continue sinning. But instead, that grace which gave you that assurance, it is the same grace that teaches you to, to depart from ungodliness. After confessing Christ, we are expected to live a changed life. Titus 3, 3, 5 told us, we once walked, we were at once 
Colossians 3, 6 to 14 told us the same thing. We once walked at, at a time we walked. It means, but after coming to Christ, we expected to live a changed life. The grace of God that saved us is the same grace to enable us live out our salvation. That grace that saved us it is the same grace that is to help us live out a changed life, live out our salvation. It's not our own strength. We cannot make it on our own. But when you show God, I'm ready and willing to put off this, but I cannot make it, He is there to help you. His grace is there to help you. But some of us, we are very comfortable in envy, jealousy, hatred, and all that. Let us be able to put off. To put off. We play some part in living a new life. For example, put off and put on. It is you to do it, not God. We play some part. As much as the grace is there, we also play a role. Philippians 2, 12 to 13 says, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 13 says, For it is God who is at work, not you, not me. It is God who is at work, both to will and to do. If you are ready and willing to put off, God is at work to help you put off. You are not alone, my brother. You are not alone, my sister. Just be in that place where you are ready and willing to put off. Ephesians 4, 1 to 3 and 17 to 24, they are telling us the same stuff. We once walked, but now any kind of iniquity it's not even supposed to be mentioned among us since we came to Christ. You read this by yourself as Ephesians 4, 1, 2, 3, then the same chapter, verse 17 to 24. Ephesians 5, 3 to 4, and 7 to 11. The Bible says in those verses, now let us now seek to do what is pleasing to the Lord. In verse 10, of chapter 5. Let us think to do what is pleasing to the Lord. And let us expose all evil. Let us not enjoy it. Let us not be comfortable in it. But instead, let us expose it in verse 11 of chapter 5. Ephesians. So brethren, let us expose all kind of evil. Let us seek to do what is pleasing before the Lord. Genuine faith results to good works. May the glory bless you. I love you all. I wish you all to grow in the knowledge of God and be in that place whereby you are ready and willing to put off the old nature and put on the new nature. Walk in the newness of life. My God gave us the grace to walk in the newness of life. We haven't got there. We are not supposed to be comfortable and feel like we have reached. We still have a way to go. We still have a way to go. May the glory to bless you. My dear pastor, Mosumba Johnny Bosco, I'm so much humble. Thank you very much for such a great opportunity that you always give me to be there and share from God's word. Love you all. I wish you all the best. Enjoy the night and enjoy the week ahead. 
in Jesus' mighty name. May the good Lord richly bless you. Shalom. your hands and just worship him. He deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. Come on, worship. Open your mouth and begin to speak to him. Come on, open your mouth and let the spirit begin to flow out of you. My heart, my mind. Yes, that is uh, Pastor Joel. Uh, <laughs> Teacher Joel has been talking to us um, Abadde ageza ko tunnyonnyira sija kuogera nnyo kubiranga bigenda wala nnyo bagamba akudira mu mbozi oba akudira mu sima akudira mu rukiba sima yataluwomi oba akudira mu ruyimba taluwomi oba sibitegera nange nexingo kubere chikuru tubaza mukama ku bigambe birunje ebyo muzikirize banaye enko eso ulimi oluganda okunnyira okatunnyo ayogedde ku bitu byenya olubinji naye lexacha katonda tuyize tubitegedde katongiro kulabanga tubirooza ko olwekisache ekinji nokwagala kwe banaye njaganyo kubebaza mwabalo obudamu bamuwayo kulabanga mubako ne mugoberera olwekisache akatonda mwabale kwagala mukama kutumide ko nnyo muchala wa mukama goreti maria kama kwenyo mukisa webale kubayo mwebale nnyo mwabale dalala njagalo kutumira ko kwaitibwa keton daniels ndao kutumira ko kwa itibwa banai naba marayo bonna anyway ana ya goreti mumusimulani kaluzungu ntumira ku merabu ntumira ku banis bloni ntumira ku mabel akpola godis king anesto ndio mlala wa neno propheti nanaba franklin bana Nabalabo nabasigadde mukaba wenyo mukisa mwebale nnyo kwagala mukama ndagalo kongera kubajukiza anti wetuli research akatonda tuchagena maso radio mukama yajituwa programs nnyezongera okubera zijja aboza ba mukaba banyi betuongera okuberanga tuwo mukisa okulabanga bogerako jetuli okulabanga tusoma tukula mu byomoyo era wetuogera anti whatsapp nayo egenda efuko kuberanga ebikaminga bize nyongero kujifula bize kujiteka mu ekigambo nokongera okubera ati binyibe tuswa abantu tu communicating lao link bwe jamu group ya joininga bujoininzi eja kube ku tabulesi buterevu ate mu studios live oberengo gobera wano wosobola kufuna first hand information first hand gospel first hand teachings because ku whatsapp bisere bisinga tukulewa bukolezi communications ne ate wano Ah uh, tubu ekigambo kiberawo tubu lya tu discussing gatubuze bibuzu atine ibanga bitudibwamu nenda galo kubebaza kubanga mwagadde mukama mubadde kukatwe katwebaze mukama ngatugala mukama tukubaza kubanga otwagadde kilo kya lero twale kitibwa na matendo gulumezi bena kuzona otukume mukama ngatudeka ngatuli mayumba gafenga twebase mukiro mukama tusobola kutegera kintu chonna negoberawo tuwanirawo kutukuma no kutusobozesa tusaba otukulembere mu byonna mukama tukwebaza kula bantu bonna abaddeko abajoyininza ababade bauliriza ku mikutu ejenja uru nao bonna bagobera mukama mikutu ejenja uru 
tusabo yongero kutusomesa tukule munseyo moyo tukule mu bintu bine byo moyo mukama tuongero kutegea no kumanya atena katunda afomwinza bintu byonna oteko kwagalambula mbafe by the grace of God and the power of the living God because you are the mighty God and the glorious God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love. We thank you for keeping us well. We thank you for all the kinds of protection that always you show us. We pray that you continue to lead us and guide us in all ways during night, daytime, at work, and everywhere. In Jesus' name. May God bless you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in for tonight. Let us meet next time on Friday as you're going to meet at the same time. In Jesus' name. Please inform your brother, inform your friend, inform anyone. Share the link everywhere whenever the link is sent to you. And by God's grace. And support the ministry. The ministry need more technology to advance. We need a laptop. We need a camera. We need so on. So you can contribute in any way but willingly not force free willingly may god bless you so much ladies and gentlemen please may you have a very nice night in jesus name amen and amen